Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, outside of the Melbourne Derby on Saturday night, this is just about match of the round in the A-League. Top of the table, Wellington Phoenix up against Western Sydney Wanderers who occupy third spot and a very encouraging start to the season for them. And their coach, Mark Rudin, who's been good enough to join us on the line. Hello, Rudes. Hey, Garby. How are you, mate? Going well, mate. Looking forward to chatting to you about this one. It's uh, stacking up as an absolute beauty. The Phoenix are flying. You know all about football in uh, that part of the world, of course, and you go there in pretty good form as well. So uh, I dare say it's one that's got you and your side very excited. Yeah, you're right. And, um, you know, the bigger the challenge, um, the better it is as far as my squad's concerned. And, um, you know, we, we go there. Um, against a very good outfit who's, you know, very well organised, um, you know, new coach, um, who's got his own way of doing things completely different to, um, you know, seasons of, of old. So, um, you know, we, we've prepared well, um, and, and, and I feel as though we're in a good place. The spirit was, has been really good and the training, um, sessions have been great with a lot of energy as well. So, uh, it's going to be an interesting one, but it's always good to, we haven't been across the Tasman for a very long time. Um, and, and the players are looking forward to going uh, through the international terminal as opposed to the domestic one. <laughs> You've been through there a few times, of course. You used to coach Wellington. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get onto that in a moment. But uh, but your team, because no doubt plenty of Wanderers fans are listening at the moment. You're sitting in third. I mean, you, you made it back into the finals last year. Obviously, you would have wanted to have a longer finals campaign than what you did. But it seems as if everything's back in uh, in good order there at Western Sydney at the moment after numerous lean seasons. Where are you at right now, though? Because you're viewed on the outside as a title contender. Eight games in, you sit in third place. The team on the whole, where is it at for you at this point in the season? Well, the thing is we've, we've, I've never been able to um, select a, a team with everybody fully fit or available and, and, I, and I guess um, you know, we've, we don't want to use excuses or talk about that but, um, you know, I dare say you know, I was very happy uh, being able to put together um, the squad this year compared to last year. It's a different squad. You know, there's more energy. It's more dynamic as far as I'm concerned. It's a lot younger as well. Uh, you can see a lot of uh, academy products and, and youth talent that are getting their opportunities now. They've had, you know, 12 months, uh, you know, in that environment and, and they've really grown and developed um, as, as humans and as players, more importantly, too. So, you know, I think um, we're in a good place. You know, we're picking up points. But like I said, you know, you miss the likes of Ninkovic and, and Barello, uh, who are big players, Marcelo, you know, who sort of struggled with a bit of an injury. And, um, you know, we now miss Joshua Palante for, for two games. And not to mention Simmons and Gabby Clue, who are out for a very long time. So it's been a bit unsettled in terms of the, the pre-season. But uh, the, the great thing about, you know, the squad is that it just gives somebody else an opportunity. And, um, you know, the young ones are coming through and, 
Um, they're working really hard. They want to be part of it, and, and, and they don't just want to um, be there for the sake of being there and exist. They actually want to contribute and, and be part of you know, a club you know, that I continue to reiterate. We, we want to be great, not just good, and, and everything we do is, is about that, and we've got really high standards. We've got a great um, you know, playing staff and, and coaching staff who are very united and very together, and we've got a, you know, a real workman-like um, mentality, um, but we're also, you know, we look after each other. And we we just want to grow, um, myself included, and that and that's key to uh, to the, I guess the change in in, um, in vision and, and, and strategy uh, at the club. One player who I think is helping you get to where you want to be, uh, perhaps he's flown under the radar of some, but certainly not amongst Western Sydney fans, and that's Jarrett Hendricks. I was hugely impressed with him in your win over Adelaide last weekend. He spent 10 years playing for PSV. He's a fully-fledged Dutch international, and he's still only 28 years of age. Uh, talk us through working with him and how impactful he might be for your club this season. Yeah, very much so. You, you, you know, um, there wasn't... Too much said when he first arrived, but um, you know, I know myself and everybody involved in the club are very excited to, to have been able to get the signature of of, of Yorit. And he, he he's a, a great guy, first of all. And you know, I, I sort of when I spoke to him, questioned, you know, at your age, you know, you you haven't even hit your prime yet, and yet you want to, you know, why are you open to a move you know, to Australia? But you know, he spoke about, um, you know, everyone's different in their outlook in life and, mm. you know, he wants to have experiences and he's got a, a young family, you know, a, a young boy and a young girl and and um, he's always thought about Japan and Australia for some reason, New Zealand, and their destinations that kind of triggered him and, and that's the word that he used and he was always open to it and, you know, the talks were quite long and extensive. We thought we didn't get him at one stage but then we reverted back and, you know, there was more interest and um, uh, I guess, you know, I can be a dog in the bone at times as well if, if um, you know, and if, I, if I really want someone and that's what I do with a lot of the players that I speak to is I just stay in touch with them. How are you? You know, is family well? What's latest? You know, how's your training? You've a club and, you know, there was one conversation where he said, look, I'm really open to this and, you know, I really want to explore it and, and that's when it became serious. But, you know, he's fitted extremely well. A, a great character. He's a winner. Um, he's really good around, amongst the young players. We can play him, obviously, in midfield, but he's done a, a super job when required, you know, particularly when Marcelo went off after about 25 minutes up in Brisbane. Mm. Um, and, and he really led the team to that comeback. And um, he had to do it again uh, after about 20 minutes. And, you know, we had discussions about, you know, where he's played in the past. And so I know that I always rely on him if he's needed at the back. And, you know, Bonatic's another one that I mentioned who started the year and then, you know, broke his foot and was out for eight weeks. And he's been able to fill that void um, remarkably well. And and I thought he was great uh, again on last Friday. But, um, you know, we we want to play him, you know, further up the field where, where he's a lot more dangerous and, and he feels a lot more comfortable because we, where you want to play... With the ball, and you can see, I think we're in the top two or top three in, in terms of possession, but possession for it with a purpose. And he's he's a, he's important uh, in regards to to the build up of our squad. So, you know, you're right. Um, you know, he he he's a very important member now. He's, he's finding his feet um, in the A League. It is very transitional, and I explain that to him as well. Um, and and it takes foreigners some time to get used to, but he's been able to adjust. Um, you know, really, really quickly, and um, it's now getting harder. The pitches are getting harder, but you know, he seems to thrive on 
on all these things, you know. Some, some players tend to look at it and make an excuse, but it is the opposite. With Marco Rudan, the coach of the Western Sydney Wanderers in the A-League. So, Rudes, let's get into it. You go across to the Phoenix this weekend. It's a club you used to coach. Um, and they're up and about in a very big way, sitting top of the table. So there'll be a bit of swagger amongst their supporter base. And let's be honest, they might not necessarily um, be the kindest to you. They weren't the last time you were there um, because you chose to leave them to go to Western United, of course. Your decision was understandable. But they are probably going to be targeting you come the start of the game on Saturday afternoon. What do you make of that back and forth with the Phoenix fans and uh, the relationship that you might have with them? Look, first of all, I've got nothing but respect for the football club. Rob Morrison, the chairman, you know, is, is someone that gave me my first opportunity in the A-League and, um, and I'll always be thankful and grateful for that. You know, the fans, you know, majority of them, even even when I did leave, were, were fantastic towards me, you know. But you're always going to get, you know, a handful there and and, um, and that's okay. That, that's part of the game. It's part of the entertainment. Um, I, I clearly understand that we need more of this kind of stuff in, in the league to, to trigger some form of emotion or to get people talking, um, whether it's good, bad or otherwise. Um, like I said, when I left, I, I was very open with them. And I told them my reasons why. Um, and, and I still get, you know, welcomed very warmly, um, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it depends on what you what you want to read. If you want to go down the social media path, I guess it's a, it's a little bit different, but that's okay. Um, and like I said, it's all it's all part of it, but it's all good fun for, yeah. for me. It's all you know. I remember the first time we went there with West United, we beat them one 0 in our first ever game, our first ever win as a new club, and you know it's quite daunting. But like I said, <laughs> oh, you know I don't take anything too seriously, Garby. It's all good fun for yeah. me uh, as well. And and as a player, you know it was no different, uh, particularly in the A League. You know with Sydney FC, you know I wasn't very much liked from uh, the opposition, especially the victory supporters. And, you know, I, I grew on that and, and, you know, I'm someone that actually enjoys that and thrives on that. And, um, you know, I've got players who also thrive on that. But if it, if it means taking away the pressure from my players, so be it. You know, the, the more, the, the better. Um, as long as my players uh, go in there and, and are very confident and, and I can relax them and make sure that they just go out there and enjoy themselves and, and play um, according to the structure and, and go out to win, and then no, that's, that's fine. But uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. We haven't been there for a long time. We've got a lot of friends in Wellington. Uh, I had a fantastic time. Great club. Great, great club. Mm. Uh, very family-friendly. And like I said, uh, if they want to go down one path, I'm more than happy to, to have a <laughs> laugh with them. Um, but I'm sure I'll have a beer with them afterwards when I, when I see them at the pub there. Maybe give them the, uh, the David Warner shush signal if uh, you manage to get the three points <laughs> on, uh, on Saturday. It's a great narrative, mate. We love it. It is entertainment in the league. Um, but it also shows there's passion and uh, there's real meaning in this fixture, which uh, is great as well. And the Phoenix deserve to be up and about considering the position they're in. And they'll have a derby next season with another old mate of yours and Stevie Corica yeah. leading them, which is yep. uh, no doubt an, an appointment that you're happy with. I am, I am. Bim, Bimby's a mate, and, and like I said, and I said this publicly, you know, I, I think he, he's at the top of the tree when it comes to A-League legends and what he's done at, at Sydney FC in particular. He won't be replicated. I can't see anyone staying at a club for 20 years. Um, you know, he's, he's a, a very loyal guy. He, he's done remarkably well, not just as a coach, but as a player. You know, we won a, a grand final together uh, as teammates, and, and I'm really happy for him. And I threw him a text as well. Um, about, you know, getting the job. And it's great because, you know, you don't want to be out of the game for too long and um, he deserves to, to have another opportunity. And, and, and almost it's 
you know, a different chapter in his life, so to speak, where he, he moves out of that Sydney FC shadow and he gets to be Steve Corica, uh, the coach, you know, leading a different team and, and not someone that, mm. you know, is, is remembered as, you know, a Sydney FC type person. So I'm really happy for him. It's, it's great for the league as well. You know, they, they've gone out there and, 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 and mentioned that they want to go out and win it, you know, with their, their, their owner as well, who's, who's got history in, in winning with different franchises in, in different codes. So, you know, I'm really happy for Stevie and, and it, it is good for New Zealand football as well. And it's a very, you know, it was a very unique situation when I was at Wellington and it, and it certainly was um, for the last 10 years, you know, being the only professional club in the whole country, you know, it's, um, you get the ability and the opportunity to, to get, you know, the, the best talent from, you know, three or four million, um, you know, people. And, 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 and that's something that, mm. um, should be rewarded. And that, that's something that Giancarlo's done really well is that he's putting his, his trust in, into the New Zealand faithful. And, and, and I appreciate that as well. But now, now he's going to have a fight in his hands trying to retain <laughs> some, some of the Kiwis because you got Auckland there and, you know, and they've got, a large base of, of registered players as well and, and a lot of good players that have come from there. And Roy Krishna was one that, you know, plied his trade, you know, obviously he's a CGM, but, you know, did a lot of his work at Auckland City and, and, mm. and did remarkably well for Wellington. And there's a lot of others like that um, who have had the same path. So I'm sure Bimby's going to be there with Terry McFlynn, you know, working hard to, to ensure that they have a a strong team in their first year. Yeah, and Giancarlo Italiano will have a fight against you on Saturday afternoon, but he's doing really well. He's gone the long <laughs> way around to be a head coach, and he's got the Phoenix top yeah. of the table at the moment. Just a quick one to finish. Asian Cup squad gets yep. announced tomorrow. How's Brandon Borello doing? He would have been a very good chance to make the squad. Injury has ruled him out. And secondly, Bruno Fornaroli, would you take him if you were Graham Arnold? Well, I know the answer because I spoke to Graham Arnold yesterday. So um, uh, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to, I want to leak any information out. But first, first of all, um, Bruno uh, Bruno Fornaroli, without choosing this, I would. Um, I think this is a squad that should uh, be based on on form as well, and and um, and he deserves his position in in the team. Um, he had a bit of a lean year, but had a victory for obvious reasons. Um, but. You know, he, you know, I'm seeing a completely different Bruno Fornaroli, you know, and he, he loves his country. You know, he's so proud to, when he, when he got his uh, opportunity, I think he went against uh, Japan. I could be wrong there, but, um, you know, for him to be part of this, you know, if, if I'm, uh, you know, working opposite Graham Arnold, um, for a different team, I, I wouldn't want Bruno to be playing against me because he does have the fire in his belly. You can see that, you know, he's really fired up this year as well. He deserves to be there. Now, Brandon, you know, he's, he's had a remarkable transformation since he came to our club, came as a winger, you know, we turned into a striker, you know, wanting to just enjoy his football again and be at ease and not put, not have the pressure of the world on him. And, and that was important. That's the kind of environment that, that I like because players do grow, you know, in environments where they're happy, but they're still getting challenged every day to, to be the best they can be. And, and I was really proud of him in terms of his progression and development in the last 12 months. And, you know, it hurts to see him, you know, in, a, in, in that man boot, um, at training, mm. but, um, he's got a smile on his face and, and he knows that, you know, the future is going to be bright when he get, gets back and, and, you know, he's still young enough and, and good enough to be part of that squad going forward. And, and he should be and he will be. So, you know, that's, that's, that's one there, but we, you know, we've had two players. You know, um, on that list of, uh, of, of 50, I think 50 or whatever it is. And, and then, you know, Joshi Brilliante got into that list and he's another one that had a lean year and he's really enjoying his time with us and, and obviously Lawrence Thomas as yeah. well. So tomorrow you'll find that out. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but, uh, as for, as for your first question, yes, I would take Bruno and, and Brandon's in a good place. You know, good he, stuff. he's bitterly disappointed, but 
you know, we've, we've made sure we've got around him and, and, and kept him upbeat and, and um, you know, and that's important as well. Brilliant, Roos. Thanks so much for joining us on uh, SEN, mate. Good luck against the Phoenix on Saturday afternoon. Thanks, Garby. Great speaking to you as always. You mate. too, mate.